Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before you stop that music, let's do this properly. That's what I was waiting for. There we go. <laughs> it's Christmas week, man. Hey. Let's do the breakdown again real quick, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the NYMD Podcast. Kevin Hurt, Brian Sherrard here. What? Happy holidays. Happy holidays, man. What's going on, Hurt? Listen, man, you know, uh, finally getting that. It, this is different for me this year. Okay. I'm, I'm the last minute Christmas Eve, two days before shopper. Okay, so you and me are in that same vein, so. Yeah, I, you know, again, that's for like last minute stuff. It's not like I, I haven't started yet. I have. Right, right. Usually, um, the youngest people within the household are taken care of. It's just the more difficult older people. Yes. That take the longest to give you some sort of semblance of what they would like. I don't know why that's a tough question to answer. Even though, as for some reason, I don't, I don't know if you get this. I never get asked that question. They just go get what they feel like. Well, 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 well I can't really talk on that because everybody asks me the same question and I don't give my answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. That and, makes, that, and, that that and that frustrates everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been doing the show with you for I don't know how long, so <laughs> Why? I totally understand being frustrated. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. I mean, let me adjust my light because I got an actually hat on. Uh, all right, I'm so better. Word up! Okay, so welcome everybody on YMB Podcast. Uh, of course, we're here at Streamyard live on YouTube. Um, you can like us, subscribe to us at YMB Podcast. We're also, uh, of course, wherever you find podcasts, it'll be in YMB Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker apps. We're always there, of course, under IG, Facebook, and the Twitter. Yeah. So we're probably breaking down every um, winter sport possible right now. Um, but where would you like to start today? Since this is a giving season, I'm going to give you the start of the show. Where would you Where would you like to start? Uh, you know where I want to start. 
Monday, well, we can't do the dirty stuff now. Monday night football. Oh, oh okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, gosh, sir. Gosh, gosh, gosh. All right. Um, who's my, who, who played? That <laughs> <laughs> was the game I fell asleep on. How, how could you fall asleep on that game? That was the game of the year. First of all, I can. That's number one. Uh, it was 21-14. I was tired of seeing everybody slip that they're, like they're playing on glass. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm out. I was out. I went to sleep. I woke up. It was 47-42, right? Yeah. And it was, I was like, tw- it was like after 12, and I was like, what just happened? But, hey, I, I, you know, like I said, all I care about is um, – who won my fantasy because I have it as quarterback. But you watched the whole game. Your team was involved. Give us the breakdown of the Monday night NFL game of the year. It was awesome, man. It was a must win for the Ravens, first of all, because the Ravens were 7-5. Uh, and five, And they pretty much have to win out because they have three teams in front of them. So they had to win this game. And Cleveland was 9-3 at the time. Um, you're on the road at Cleveland. Baker's been playing out of his mind lately. You know, they just scored 42 points on Tennessee, who's, yeah. <clears throat> who's the first-place team in the, um, in the AFC South. So, you know, it was, you know, you were just hoping, hey, I hope this team shows up and wins. I think I told you on a podcast, I was picking the Ravens to win, but I didn't really have a lot of confidence, um, most, yeah. mostly because of the, the, uh, the defense. And, yeah. The defense did not play well. Uh, Jimmy Smith got hurt, and, and we had to put in some undrafted free agent corner, and after that, it was over. Um, because Baker played his butt off, man. I mean, he was slinging it. I think he had almost 400 yards offense. It's crazy. That that touchdown had nine rushing touchdowns in it hurt, which is the most rushing touchdowns in the game since 1922. Lamar had two of them. Baker had one. I think Nick Chubb had two, Kareem Hunt had two, Gus Edwards had two. It was it, it was Nine. great. Nine? Nine rushing touchdowns. Jeez, since 1922. Who was playing like the Pittsburgh Staley's? <laughs> I have no idea. Jeez. Yeah, man. That was... Bulldogs? <laughs> Good Lord. That was crazy, man. That was like man. before the Ford Pass even happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... But it was frustrating because the Ravens had a, you know, at one point they had a two-touchdown lead. lead. Uh, Lamar, um, he wasn't throwing the ball much, but he didn't have to because they were gashing the Browns in the uh, in the run. I mean, if it wasn't Lamar, it was Gus Edwards. If it wasn't Gus Edwards, it was J.K. Dobbins. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was bad. They could not stop us on the run. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Lamar, I don't, um, I know he's just coming back from COVID and everything. But you could tell, man, this dude looks faster. He looks quicker. I think, I mean, I know he was sick and was recovering, but maybe, you know, it, it did him some good just to kind of be away for a week. Um, maybe rest his body a little bit. Even like I said, even though I know he had COVID, and he did, and he was symptomatic. I mean, he still doesn't have taste of, of uh, he doesn't have uh, any taste, any uh, smell, sense of smell or taste right now. So he, he did, he was symptomatic, but man, he looked, he was fast. I mean, they could not catch up to this guy. I mean, it, whether it was on the outside, whether it was up the middle, they could not catch this guy, man. Anyway, it was crazy because in the fourth quarter, they're up by a couple touchdowns. Lamar, nobody knows where Lamar is, Lisa Salters. 
reports. Yeah, Lamar went back in the locker room. I'm like, oh, God. I, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, we had Trace McSorley come out. Um, like Trace, Penn State? Yeah, and Trace actually played well, but Hollywood dropped a key third down. I mean, it was, I mean, easy third down. And he had green grass in front of him, but it was a clear, I mean, Hollywood just dropped it, gave the ball back to Cleveland. Cleveland takes the lead by one point. Trace is still in the game, converts a key third and 10 down, uh, third and 10 pass to Willie Sneed. So the Ravens are driving, um, driving, driving, driving. Then it's third and five around the 40 or 50, I forget where. And they tried to do a run play with Trace. He slipped. I don't know what was going on with that surface. Um, messed up his knee. Everybody's like, oh, no, who's who's going to who's gonna be quarterback? The, the punter? Because Sam Cook. He's never uh, had an incomplete pass in his career. He's like seven for seven with like he's seven for seven in his career as a punter. Yeah, so we thought Sam Cook was coming in, but here comes Lamar, man. And the crazy oh, thing is, Paul four, Pearson, yeah, and that's funny because at the end of the day, he was like, "Yeah, I didn't pull a Paul Pierce," but um, no, it was crazy hurt because that play, he comes in, it's fourth and five. There's no, I mean, there's no one who can catch him on the outside. He's running to his right. Easy first down. And then all of a sudden he throws ball. I'm like, yo, what is he doing? I mean, he he had to he easily had the first down running. Hollywood wide open touchdown. Bam. Unfortunately, Cleveland Baker was like, eh, I only need 47 seconds to drive down the field, tie the game up. So uh, he did that, and then there was a minute and four seconds left. Too much time for Lamar. He drove the team in field goal range, um, and. My man Stone Cold, man. Good Lord. Justin Tucker. 55-yard field goal in 30-degree weather. Swirly winds on on the open end of the stadium. He kicked it like it was nothing. Yo, I mean, dude, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. He is is so good, dude. 55 yards hurt in the cold at night. Where did he come from? What was that? What school did he come from? Well, he's a Longhorn. Oh, he went to Texas? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man. And Lamar came out, did a Superman thing, you know, came out to save the day. And, man, it was awesome. It was, it was great. Come to save the day. So, yeah, man, that's where – I, dude, I'm, I'm still – I've been watching highlights of that game all week. So, it was awesome. Um, both quarterbacks played great. Uh, the Ravens are still the number eight seed right now. So we got to – for the Ravens, we have – it's real simple. Um, the Ravens have to win out to make the playoffs. There are three teams in front of them, the Browns, the Colts, and the um, and the Dolphins. We have tiebreakers against the Colts because we beat them and Cleveland because we beat them twice. Um, each If one of them teams lose and we went out, we make the playoffs. If Miami loses one more game, they make the playoffs. If – if if the Ravens went out, so so the the Ravens have nine chances pretty much for other teams to lose. All they have to lose is one game, but it's not going to be that easy because yesterday Buffalo locked up the division. Um, they killed Denver yesterday. That's not good for the Ravens because Miami, I believe, plays Buffalo in Week 17, so that game's pretty much going to mean nothing. Cleveland plays Pittsburgh in Week 17. That game's going to win nothing yeah, as long as the city loses or something. And that number one seeds involved, which you know that would be the only reason. Yeah, you want to you know play because again, there's no bye weeks for any two seeds or anything. So yeah. 
you know, only one team will have a buy. So if, if I was them and I'm playing, you know, it might be one of those things where you play them for a half and then you take them out. Yeah. No, you know, if that, because you don't want them getting hurt. Right, right. So. so but, uh, yeah, it's an exciting end of the season. I mean, obviously, as we know, since my team came from out of nowhere and they're live and, and kicking somehow, and the six or seven, even though Dwayne Haskins is um, is uh, you know starting today. What's going on, shooting, man? Um, injury to Alex Smith's um, his uh, what's his name? One of his one of, I forgot some leg muscle calf his calf, yeah, calf. Yeah. So he's out. So Dwayne Haskins will be going against Seattle today. So wow. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that, I, you know, I didn't expect this team, how everything started to where uh, they are now. They've been fighting every week. That defense is no joke. Uh, like I said, you know, wearing Chase Young's jerseys, dude scored a touchdown. Dude's a monster. Yeah, man. Chase Young is a freaking beast, man. Monster. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was it was just enjoy to watch. And we're, we're one game below 500, which is insane. Yeah. One game so, below 500 in the first place. Yeah, by ourselves. Yep, so, by yourself, yeah. yeah. It may not happen after this week. We'll see. I know the Giants have a tough game, I believe. They play Cleveland. They play Cleveland, so they have a tough game. And Cleveland, like you said, they have to win. Giants need to win. But the Giants went on the road and upset Seattle. I still don't know how they did that. Yeah. And we <laughs> and we face the Giants next week at home, thank mm-hmm. goodness. So I'm a little worried about that game, too. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody's got to keep winning. The Eagles won. With their new quarterback, so it's you never know. Everybody's still in contention in that division. Yeah. And by the way, I did call that uh, that loss. By the way, um, for uh, for the Saints, that was one of my that was one of my upsets. I actually got right last week. Oh, yeah. Good. You picked it too, right? Yeah. I picked, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Right, you want you want to get into that real quick? Get into what? Last week games like all right. Uh, Prop Let's see. Well, last week, let's see. How how did you do last week? By the way, um, I'm, I'm, I'm about to find out. Let me see. So last week I got ten. No, yeah, ten right. And then guess how many you got right? Ten. Ten. There we go. So we. So this is the last week of the series. Actually, I forgot. Um, I'm up by whatever it is because. You know, you have some pluses or minuses somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I missed the game this Thursday, even though we talked about it. Right. So right now, you have three right, I have two right, so. Yeah. But, yeah, but last week's, let me go back to it real quick. Um, last week, just a couple things that stood out. Um, the Bills beat the Steelers. Um, and they further cement cement themselves as one of the best teams in the AFC. I truly think Josh Allen is a is a MVP in contention for the MVP. To me, it's a three man race right now. Is is Pat Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and, and Josh Allen? But I think Josh, you can make a really strong argument for Josh Allen. Man, he is playing out of his mind, man, this year. Um, he has gotten so much better, man, with his deep ball accuracy and his accuracy overall. And I really think Stephon Diggs has made the total difference with this guy, man. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he knows he's getting the ball. You know, he's not a winner. He'll find out. But <laughs> right now, I'm sure he loves it. Yeah, thanks. He's getting the ball. Yeah. And Josh Allen's not that far away from the, um, the season. 
touchdown record, which is 33 by Jim Kelly. Oh, wow. Okay. He's going to smash that, Joe. He's, yeah, he's having that type of season. Yeah. He had two rushing touchdowns yesterday. Um, I don't know how I many. He has to have, like, at least 10 rushing touchdowns this season. I, I know. I mean, he is. Like I said, man, if he wins MVP, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't build, feel. Uh, yeah. So let's go that. through these games real quick um, from last week. Rams over Patriots. Kind of saw that happen. Yeah. What I didn't see happen was Mitch Trubisky. Dude. <laughs> and the Bears going off on the Texans. Like, wow. Oh. Crazy. Now see, I guess he wanted to prove why he was uh, drafted higher. He was a little bit motivated. Bengals lost to the Cowboys. We all kind of knew that. Uh, the Broncos beat the Panthers, whatever. Uh, Tennessee over Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Uh, Kansas City over Miami. Um, but we got to talk about that game for a couple minutes. What were your? Were, uh, it was thirty-three twenty-seven was the final score. Uh, I think it was thirty-three thirty. It was thirty to ten at one point, I believe. Yeah. And um, and Miami started this big comeback. All I know is next season. Hopefully, when everybody can go back to stadiums, I'm going down to Miami. That those fans are going to be off the chain. They have something to look forward to. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs this season or not. Seems like they're building a little bit ahead of schedule. Like I said, I love Flores as the head coach. They were going to be outmatched this game. It doesn't surprise it's Kansas City. Yeah, but you know, and they played tough. But we, but again, <coughs> they played New England. To me, this game against New England. How do you play against New England? I think it's in Miami, so they usually win that game. Um. Anyway, but it, how are you going to finish? To me, it's how you finish. It's how you're going to go in the next season. So these next three games, I think, for the Miami Dolphins, they got um, New England, they got the Raiders on Saturday, and I think they finish off with um, Buffalo. Yeah, with Buffalo. So, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Miami, they have the toughest schedule out of all the remaining playoff contenders. But I mean, Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, if because uh, uh, because it might be well, I, I still say Mariota is still a difficult proposition because of the injury that happened to uh, Carr. Wait a minute, what you, I said Miami has the toughest schedule of the. Oh, no, no, I, I, said, I said maybe because everybody's kind of losing around them, but then I forgot Mariota's coming in. And he's the highest paid backup, so oh, it's still okay. going to be tough. And then week seventeen may not mean anything for Buffalo, right? So, so that, that's a little bit. Yeah, so but I was going to say, I still think they have a good shot of winning out. If they get past the Patriots today. Yeah, um, that's the pro- game. I think winning today. The problem with Miami though is they're getting a little hurt, man. Um, they're losing. Um, they got some players hurt on defense. Their running game stinks, but I think they have enough to overcome that. I think Miami's flying high right now. I, I, I mean, I guess you can. I guess the 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 loss to Kansas City was encouraging. I'm of the opinion that Kansas City was just playing with them dudes. Like, Pat Mahomes, Kansas City's funny to me. Like, I feel like if you look at if you look at um, a lot of their games and, and stuff this season, they seem a little – they're a lot closer than they really are. I, I, I truly believe – well, first of all, I believe that offensively they can pretty much do whatever they want when they want to. I think they have a – but I think they have a tendency to coast a little bit on offense. Defense, though – they sometimes they can't stop anybody. Their defense is not that great, but offensively, I truly believe like if they put the if they put their foot on the pedal, it's it's over. And I feel like that Miami game because I watched the whole game. Like uh-huh. I felt like Mahomes, 
like, because they were up 31 to 10, and I, I feel like once they got up, they were just kind of chilling. Like, even the interception he threw to Xavier Howard, which is one of the greatest interceptions I've seen in my life. Dude, that one-handed out of soup, like this Spider-Man interception, I think was that was marvelous. That was crazy. Yeah, marvelous with the emphasis, emphasis on Marvel. Um, but I, I believed if <laughs> I believed if um, if Mahomes just stepped into that th- throw a little bit more, he could have hit. Um, um, you know what I mean? He could have hit Tyreek Hill with a better pass. Like I, I just feel interceptions. Yeah, and I feel like a lot. Yeah, he threw three interceptions. Two of them, he was just kind of lollygagging his throws. Like I feel like. I'm not taking any credit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking any credit away from the Dolphins because they played a really good defensive game against Mahomes. I mean, like you said, three interceptions. That's nothing to. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like this. Um, if this was, we saw the Miami how they started last year's season, and just got the you know, bricks beaten off of them, right? And as the season got got along, they got a little bit better. This this year they're over five hundred. Yeah. And he said they're, they're three games, and they're on the precipice of making the playoffs. Yeah. Kansas City's the best team in football. Right. Period. Right. So losing to them yeah. doesn't really that, that doesn't account. These, like you said, these next three games are going to prove who you are, where you are, and why you're there. I, w- I will so, say this: I I came away from that game encouraged by Tua's performance. Um, yeah. Two, I, I believe that Tua, he's ready for prime, prime time. I think they're unleashing him a little bit more now. <laughs> yeah. I think they're unleashing him a little bit more, and I think the Dolphins I think the Dolphins should be encouraged by his performance. Um, so, but yeah. But I think I think they have a, a good shot on making the playoffs. I mean, I'm hoping and praying that they lose one of these three games. But I honestly think they could they could win out, even though they had the toughest schedule remaining out of all the playoff contenders. I, I, I would like to see them in the playoffs. Um, of course, I'd rather see them than see you guys in the playoffs. But, I mean, nowhere in different conferences really doesn't matter. But I, just to see, I don't even remember the last time Dolphins were in the playoffs. <laughs> so, it, to me, it'd be cool. I saw you guys last year. They were in the, play, so, they were in the playoffs a couple years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't even know who they were. Was it Tannehill was there? I don't even know. Yeah, they lost to uh, Pittsburgh in the first round, if memory serves oh, me correct. Okay. But yeah, it was well, like two or three years ago. Yeah, well, I was. I, I mean, I didn't pay. I, listen, I didn't go down to a game until last year, so I didn't care what they did before then. I care what they do now, so I can go back down there and hopefully enjoy the great weather and the wonderful fans. That's all I care. Since about 2002-2003, the Dolphins have been to the playoffs like three times. They faced they faced the Ravens two of those times, and of course we beat them. Um, and then the last time they went, like I said, I believe they faced Pittsburgh in the first round and lost. Well, but if they make the playoffs, it definitely be a hard out this year. So we'll yeah, definitely, on. definitely. All right, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Tampa won that one. No surprises. Yeah. Uh, Arizona came over to the Garden, uh, the Garden State beat the Giants. I mean, that's that's nothing there. You know, I think I picked the Giants, but Arizona needed that game. Colts uh, obliterated the Raiders. They're done, by the way. The Raiders, they stink. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, John Gruden put on the wrong hat. He had on an Oakland Raiders hat. <laughs> I don't think he. I think he knew what he was doing. You, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he knows what he's doing as coach. I know they fired a defensive coordinator after that last game against uh, the Jets. Indy, um, Jets, Seahawks. Of course. Well, I mean, that's a given. Uh, the Chargers uh, are on a roll right now. Yeah. 
uh, well, actually won the last second game. Uh, the fighting Chargers. You got Green Bay over Detroit, and we all know it's going to happen. Uh, the upset was Philly over the Saints. Uh, with Tyson, Tyson, I didn't know Tyson Hill was 30 years old. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Washington football team beat uh, San Francisco at home for San Francisco in Arizona. The Bills uh, beat the Steelers, and of course, we talk about the Ravens Browns. All right. So, week 15, we already started off the Raiders. The Chargers won another game. Um, this is, I guess, they're on the Save Anthony Lynn's job tour. We <laughs> that, ain't have, that ain't happening. I, just, I know, that's what other people are saying. But I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they can come out and finish like seven and nine and have some kind of, you know, and they, and by, I was just gonna say, by the way, they're lucky they won that game, her, because they did some really questionable things at the end of the game to get that game in overtime. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, but the kicker missed two field goals. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, yeah, they, but they, hey, they, they won. Yeah. They won. Uh, Buffalo, as you said, obliterated the Broncos, and Green Bay kind of eked by a weird game, eked by Carolina on Saturday. So, start off with Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Who you got? I'm taking the Falcons. Okay, all right. Well, I'm taking I'm, Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was looking uh, at, uh, no, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. All right, I'm taking Tampa Bay as well because they need this game. Uh, one of the oldest rivalries in football, Vikings Bears. Who you got? I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings as well. Uh, Cowboys at home against Arizona. I'm sorry, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, San Fran all day, man. You know who I cannot pick in this one, so I got to pick San Francisco. Yep. Tennessee at home against Detroit. And I think Matthew Stafford of his Bruce Ribs is going to be playing today. I know that means a lot to you, and that could make a difference of who you pick. Absolutely not. We don't, we don't need it. You know I'm not. I, I'm not picking the. I, I know. I know. Uh, Indy at home uh, taking on Houston. Who you got? I'm picking the taking the Houston Texans. Man, Deshaun, I need you today, man. Deshaun, uh, I need you to come through for me. Yeah, I'm picking Indy. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, the Texans can come out. You know, I need I need Cooks to have a good game, but I'm picking Indy at home. Yeah, here's the thing. Cooks is coming back today, as you just said, um, as you alluded to. Don't count Houston out today. This is a divisional matchup. I know I know. Indy's a better team. They're getting their run game rolling right now, and Houston's defense stinks. But Houston is at home. It is a divisional game, and Deshaun still has a lot. Huh? Is that Indy? Oh, is that Indy? Yeah. Oh. Darn. Well, ugh. I'm still taking Houston. <laughs> I, need, I need Deshaun to win this one. Hopefully he can return the favor because they were going to win that game a couple weeks ago, so. Well, I got Colts. You got Texas. Uh, the aforementioned Miami Dolphins at home against the Patriots. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. Seattle travels over to the East Coast uh, and Gosh. takes on the Washington football team. Darn it. Haskins. Damn, I thought that game was at Seattle. Shoot. Um, Look at that, dude. Huh? <laughs> Were you getting the, the teams inverted or something? I know, man. Oh, man. I really needed that to be a home game. Yes, well, it is. It's a home game for Washington. Uh, Russell, I need you, man. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks, but I'm not confident at all they're going to win this game. Well, I, I picked Washington. This was before Haskins is going to be in charge. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I, I'm going. I'm going to stick with Washington. Sure. 
because that's what I do. Um, probably the highest percentage victory total we've seen all season. <laughs> Baltimore, Jacksonville. Ninety-nine percent of the fans have picked Baltimore for this one. All right. That one percent has to be Gardner Gardner Mitchell's family. All right. So here's the thing, right? Uh, of course, I'm picking the Ravens, but wow. no, just hear me out real quick. I'm picking the Ravens. They should win this game, but I'm a little, ner- I'm a little nervous because Gardner Minshew's coming back. James Robinson is a deep, is a good running back. He's one of the top running backs in the league this year, even though he's playing for a horrible team. The Ravens have a, a, a don't have a great uh, run defense this year, so I think I think. Jacksonville's going to put up a little bit of a fight, but I do feel like Jacksonville's defense is going to be too um, overwhelmed by the Ravens, by Lamar Jackson in the offense. Um, I'm hoping that everybody comes, our three receivers come off the COVID list. We had Hollywood, we had Crochet. Yeah. <laughs> now, they were just close contacts, so hopefully they come off the list today. But, yeah, this should be a Ravens win, but... Eric Mason was on there. I mean, you, I mean, every everything, every Raven that was a Raven that will play was on that list. I was like, good Lord, who's not on that list? So Bolden was on there. I mean, you just had every Raven on that uh, wide receiver list. So, but at least Mark Andrews is back, correct? Yeah, he was back. Yeah, he made a huge catch for us. He, he was, yeah, he, so he's back. So that that helps out Lamar. Um, so there's the next one, which also is a ninety-nine to one. <laughs> Rams hosting the Jets. Right? Man, they're going to get smashed today. Not even spending any time on that game. Cardinals, Eagles. Cardinals playing at home. Jalen Hurts gets his second start. He got bird versus bird violence. Um, You know what? I'm changing this. I'm going to take the Eagles. Okay. I'm taking Arizona. If Jalen Hurts, A, I don't want them Philadelphia to win, but if Jalen Hurts starts his career 2-0, uh, yeah, um, Man, went to the trouble. So we'll see. But I'm picking Arizona. Uh, Kansas City on the road, placing the Orleans Saints in the return of Drew Brees. I'm taking KC. All right, I'm taking KC as well. Uh, Michael Thomas is on IR out for the rest of the regular season. Yeah. Had, he had a wonderful fantasy season this year. I know everyone who drafted him was very happy yeah. by all his performances that he had this season. Uh, Cleveland Browns, who, ah, this is a little iffy. Uh, I'm not sure if I agree with the percentages here. Ninety-two percent are picking the Browns on the road going to uh, face the Giants Sunday night football. Look at Cleveland in their back-to-back prime time games. Who you got in this one? The Browns. Uh, I got the Browns as well, and uh, and I need the Giants to lose too. So Pittsburgh Monday night football, Cincinnati. I think we know where we're going. Mm, Pittsburgh, yeah. All right. So top five. Put up the graphic, my man's top. Five, bottom five, coming at you. I got five on It's about to go and see. Got five on it. And you know who it's going to be. Jets. The Jets will start off this list for the rest of the year. There's no, I don't even need to explain that to anybody. But the first, I'm sorry, the first two teams on this list, will always be the J&Js, all right? The JJ connection. Jets, Jaguars. We're, I mean, that's, that's good. So Jets, Jaguars, Bengals. I mean, they're 2-10-1. I, I like the fighting Bengals, of course. They lost their, they lost their leader uh, for the rest of the season. And Burrow, so the Bengals got to be on here. They're third team on here. 
You know, Carolina, you know, eliminated from the playoffs, uh, 4-10. and 10. I didn't know who this team was going to be. They've been kind of up and down all season, but they're definitely uh, a number four on my list. At number five, always going to be on here. Got to be the Dallas Cowboys. So, what do you got for the top five? All right, we got some changes this week. Um, coming in at number five, and they benefited by the game yesterday, we had the Green Bay Packers. Number five is so low. Well, because the Saints come in at number four. Didn't they beat the Saints? Maybe, but I, I, I still think the no, Saints. Are, it did happen. I, I still think the Saints are the better team. Um, All right, you say that now. Yeah, I say that now. That's the whole point. Now, there's one team who's the number one seed in the NF, in a NFC um, right. playoff. You know who it's not? Who's that? It's not New Orleans. All right. Okay. Talk about Aaron like that. What's wrong with you? Anyway, um, <laughs> coming in at number three, I keep pushing them back. Seems like I keep pushing this team back further and further every week. The Steelers coming in at number three, coming in at number two. So far, <laughs> coming in number <laughs> three. Whoa! Watch out, everybody! It's, it's like a meteor coming right at you. They keep falling two to three, dude. Hey, next week they could be number four. Or they yeah, might be out the what? top five. We don't know. It's almost like college football. Can't we talk about that next? But I do know this. The Bills are the number two team in football right now. They are just, man, they, yeah. they are smoking, man. And uh, the Chiefs, number one. Gotta be the Chiefs. Gotta be the Chiefs. So, that, I mean, that's a semi-okay list. You know, I disagree with. Okay, where, where, where should the Packers be? Oh, Green Bay. They're the number one team in the NFC. No, Green. where should they what in the top five? Where ahead ahead. They should be at least number four. Okay. Yeah. Or I mean, well, actually since you're but, your list is AFC dominant. Well they've had the, uh, okay. I was gonna say the, the the Packers had the benefit of playing. So, you know what I mean? I can't I, I think the Saints are better. I, I gotta get the Saints a chance to see what they do against KC. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. because if they beat KC, you know they they could go for you know. But because they haven't played, that's why I'm keeping them ahead of the pack. Yeah, yeah I, you know, as everybody knows, I'm a college football guy. If you beat a team head to head, you had the advantage. We're going to keep you ahead in the polls. Yeah, okay? yeah. That's, that's, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of college football, we're oh, we're done with the NFL, right? Yep. Speaking of college football, I'm not going to spend too much time. I got a little bit of an issue with the college football playoff committee. Um, it's not a big one. I just want to know whose butt you got your head up because I'm not sure exactly what you guys are looking at. So what irked the yeah, – everybody knows I'm a Florida State guy. I'm a bad season, and, and I hate the Gators. That's just that's just a game. So the Gators lost at home to LSU, who's a three-win team, who was garbage all season. So the Gators, who were ranked number what five, I think they were ranked number five. That's outside the top four. Yeah, they were five or six. So they lose at home to LSU. So they lose at home to LSU, even though they're still going to represent the SEC East in the um, championship game against Alabama, right? But they lost at home, LSU, LSU terrible. Not the LSU last year, people. This is LSU this year. And they lost. Where do you think they fell to? If this was you, they lose the game at home. This is their what, second loss. This is their second loss of the season. 
losing early to Texas A&M, now losing to an underwhelming LSU. They were number six. What do you think they? What do you think they fell to? At least number ten. At least number ten. They fell to at least number seven. Nah, that's bull. You can't do that when you look. LSU they stink this year. You can't. You can't. They lost at home to LSU. No. And they fell down one spot, staying ahead of an idol because their game was canceled due to COVID. An idol Cincinnati, who's what eight now? They're undefeated, right? you know, again, you you can. <sighs> Where's Coastal Carolina ranked this year? Thirteenth. Uh, okay. Now they were supposed to play their conference championship game against right. uh, Louisiana uh, for the Sun Belt Conference, but that game, due to COVID cases at Coastal Carolina, had to be canceled. So then they were validated as co-champions of the conference, which I got a problem with that too. I just had a problem with everything. <laughs> if I beat you already. And we all know COVID's everywhere. The game's canceled due to COVID, no matter where the COVID cases are, whether it's Coastal Carolina, Louisiana. Why don't we co anything? I beat you. You beat me. You didn't beat me. It's not like Clemson, Notre Dame, which happened yesterday, where it was, you know, they faced each other twice and they split. The game didn't happen. I beat you. Why are we co champions? But that's what's up. I don't even have a big issue. I have an issue with the committee. Dropping down Florida just one spot. Yeah, that's weird, so, man. Yeah, I was, I was, that was not, I was not happy. <laughs> so anyway, they end up, of course, losing yesterday to it was, it was, it was a back and forth game. I'm not saying that was, it was very competitive. Um, to Alabama and SEC championship game, uh, USC who wanted to have their name brought up, they were ranked to like number twelve. Lost the um, Pac-12 championship game Friday, so they're done. Uh, Clemson came back to avenge their loss early in the season in Notre Dame. Alabama, who's been number one, still undefeated, stays number one. Uh, Notre Dame was number two, lost to number three, Clemson. And the number four team was Ohio State, who had a heck of a time trying to get past Northwestern, but they did. And the only reason they did it, it wasn't because of their quarterback, because that number eight, their running back, I, man, I almost forgot his name, who set a, a Big Ten record for uh, rushing yards and uh, um, I, I mean, I forgot his, I don't know his name. Newton, I forgot his name. But that dude rushed for 300. They couldn't stop the run. Like, Northwestern tried. I think they tried to stop the run. But they did. Oh, Sermon. Thank you. Uh, Trey Sermon. 29 carries, 331 yards. It was ridiculous. It was. That, mind you, that Northwestern had uh, the control of this game. They were. It was like 10-6 at halftime. But they started handing the ball off to a sermon, and that was that was it. I mean, that was it. That dude again, eleven point four yards of carry. Uh, as a team, they rushed for three hundred ninety-nine yards. Justin Fields was twelve of twenty-seven for two interceptions, one hundred fourteen yards. Mm. So their, their passing game was was straight garbage. But what what cost Northwestern was they had a bunch of turnovers and they couldn't chop Trey Sermon. Man, it was ridiculous. I mean, they do play the uh, men among boys, but they were number four, so they're going to stay in the college football playoff discussion. Now, the issue is going to be Texas A&M, who was at number five, who their only loss was to Alabama, and Notre Dame, who just lost, who was number two, but just lost to Clemson. So, go ahead. So, who's who's going to who's your top four? My top four, as predicted, would be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. 
So Ohio State's going to make it. They only played what six games. They, they had them in the top four regardless. They, they had them in the top four throughout most of the college playoffs, and they just won the Big Ten. They can't drop them. So because they won, you got to drop them. So they're they're going to be in the top four. Okay. The only team that like I said is going to have an issue is Notre Dame. Are you going to take Notre Dame's undefeated up until this championship game? And uh, what I think it was thirty-four to ten. What was the score? Yeah, but they, but they beat Clemson, man. You got to. They beat Clemson, but that was without that was without the the uh, Clemson without Trevor Lawrence though, and they beat him at home without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you still beat him. It's not their fault he didn't play. You got to take Notre Dame. But Texas A&M, remember, this is, you know everything SEC dominated in the world. Texas A&M's only loss was to number one Alabama. They won. They beat Florida. They Got a good resume, but my issue is yeah. But Florida just lost to LSU, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, they yeah, they beat Florida, and but say Alabama put fifty two on them. Okay, Alabama won fifty two to twenty four that game, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, uh, and Notre just lost at thirty four to ten. It's it's you got to have a Notre Dame at number four. Notre Dame, you can't think about this. I mean, you you Notre Dame's been. Undefeated all year, so you're going to penalize them for not beating Clemson twice? Nah, man. Nah. You can't do so that. So that's my top four. Hopefully hopefully that's how they have it. But I just kind of, you know, I'm not a, I'm a proponent for for four teams. I like the four teams, but not this year, I know. Right. I don't like it here, but I also have a whole issue now with how they're projecting and doing everything. So Coastal Carolina and the Cincinnati's and stuff were, were low. Iowa State, who lost their championship game to Oklahoma, they were actually, due to the strong, they beat Oklahoma during the regular season. They did lose to Louisiana, like, the first game of the season. But they moved them up to number six, Iowa State. So you have Iowa State's, the Florida's, all these two lost teams. I think Georgia was number 10. They had, like, three losses. And there's Cincinnati sitting there at number nine who fell back from eight to nine because you didn't want to drop Florida by. I, I know there's bias and I know there's different strengths, but the BCS, and or most people call it the BS system, you almost were able to give other conferences a little, as they call it, the, um, outside the top five super conferences. The, the group of five, a chance to maybe sneak into, you know, not only a bowl game, but maybe, like the BCS just picked the top two. This playoffs picked the top four. But the top four has been the same freaking teams every year. It's been Ohio State, it's been um, Clemson, and it's been Alabama. And even if Alabama's lost one game, if they lose the last game against Auburn, if Clemson loses a game here, or if um, Ohio State loses a game in the Big Ten, it's always usually those three teams. Then you add in Oklahoma, maybe once. May add in a Washington. May add in a Notre Dame or Oregon. But the playoffs have been the same teams for like the past four or five years. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the hair. The thing that really really got me was dropping Florida one spot from losing at home to a, L- a whack LSU team. And you're not moving Cincinnati up. Who got penalized for not playing a game. In this season where... I, like you just said, Ohio State played six games. 
They weren't penalized. They weren't dropped out of top four for not playing a week, and you bolted somebody else ahead of them. I'm just, I'm, I'm done. People, people were having, people were going off. They're like, why did they just drop one spot? How do you drop one spot after a loss at home to a bad team? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so done with this whole thing. I'm, I'm so done. And if there's any year to break tradition, break rank, this is the season. Have Coastal Carolina in there. Yes, they'll get killed by Alabama, but you know who's going to get killed by Alabama anyway? Anyone else that they play. <laughs> okay. Why not? Why not have Coastal Carolina in there? It'd be great for football. It'd be great for the fans. It'd be something different. Have the teams one through eight. Put in Cincinnati. Have them play Clemson. Just put in the um, Oklahoma because they won their conference. Go in there and mix everybody up. Do it differently for the year. Go back to whatever. This year, this is garbage. I don't, I'm not even, I don't even want to watch. You know, as much as I love college football, I don't even want to watch this. I don't even want to watch this playoff. I don't. Wow. Like, I like, like I'm, 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 this is, again, it's not just Florida that made me angry, but it's just the whole concept of how they want to rank things. And, you know, it's an icon. I'm just, I'm just done. I'm done. This is a joke. And then a lot of, there's been a lot of football, college football analysts that are just kind of through with this whole nonsense. So we'll, we'll see. But that's my top four. Okay. All right. So I got that angry um, time. So what they should have done before all this is get a little bit of sage and burn it before they make decisions to see who's there. Maybe it might have cleared their head a little bit. But that's what Kyrie Irving's going to do before every – uh, game this season. If 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 the team if they like if they're having a away game, if the team allows them to burn sage, he wants to pay homage to his uh, Native American heritage. So this past weekend uh, when they played Boston, he was burning sage before the game. How do you feel about that? Come on, man. I, here we go again with Kyrie, man. Look, see, this is the problem. If you have to burn sage, you know what I'm saying before every game, you, you dude, you you might. Think you're doing too much at that point? Like, if if this is what you feel like you need to do, then, dude, what are you doing? Like, I, this guy's a joke. I like, I, you know, I, I I can't count on Kyrie. Look, man, just get out there and play ball, okay? You don't need you, you don't you don't need to worry about any pregame ritual ritual like burning sage. Just go out there and play ball, dude. Gosh, man, this guy he, this guy kills me, man. First he comes out and. You know, he don't want to talk to the media, so he has a prepared oh, Well, he dissed LeBron this season. You said what? Saying, remember, he dissed LeBron earlier in the season. Right. Yeah, because, you know, he didn't play with any clutch players besides KD. Stupid, man. Right. But he, you know, and then, then, then he's not talking to the media. Now he's burning the sage before the game. I mean, what do you think about that? I just think it's just so whack, man. Come well, on. what I think is the best comment was by Kevin Durant. When they asked him, like, how do you feel about your teammate burning sage? And KD said, he probably he probably burns sage before he plays 2K5 on PlayStation. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's like, he is who he is. I, I think everyone has a pregame ritual. This is just too much. And, like, just like Kyrie and all his comments and how he acts, it's just too much. It's just too much. Like you said, can we just one year go out and play basketball, actually perform at the level you're supposed to perform at? Right. Stay healthy and and have your have your um, work on the court. Say everything. 
Plus, everybody knows that you don't burn sage before a game. You you burn incense and, and give sacrifices to Jobu. I mean, just do what's oh, so, true. Yeah. I eat rum, especially rum. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Everybody knows that's... But if you don't hit the curveball, you know what you got to say. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of someone who needs Jobu, James Harden. Man. Oh, boy, he was out partying for a minute. Had to pass six straight COVID tests. This is back with Houston, but of course he wants to be true. It's a mess, man. Yeah. Um, Houston said, hey, you know, we got you on the contract. We don't have to trade you, but they're expanding their... He, first, he just wanted to go to the Nets and said, we'll trade you to wherever we feel like it. Then it was the Sixers. Now it's whoever wants to take him. Um, if you were trading James Harden, or not even if you were trading him, if he is to be traded, what team do you think would benefit most from having him? Uh... Hmm. Well, he's got to go to the East. I, I feel you don't. You can't keep him in the West. Um, I would be interested to see what he would do on the Nets. I think that would be a car crash waiting to happen with those personalities on that team. KD, <laughs> James Harden, and Kyrie. Good gracious! But honestly, no. I think uh, Philly. I think Philly is the right spot for him. Philly uh, is a place where he may end up. But honestly, the place I would like for him to go, bless you. Thank you. Which leads directly to our next topic. I would like him to go play in Milwaukee. No. I would love to see. I would, I would love to see how him and Giannis get a, get along. Um, I think Doc, since Doc is in um, is in Philadelphia now, that would be probably a better fit. Now again, but they—I I don't think Philly wants to get rid of um, their point guard who can't shoot, uh, Ben. But I, I don't—I don't know. But I, it's just—it's just, if he goes to a small market, since Giannis signed his supermax recently, which everybody lauded him for, which which is good, good for him, absolutely, good, good for him. Um, but they have to do something to help him out. I'm not saying you mortgage the farm and get a James Harden. But that would just be, to me, that was that would be the most, like you said, the Nets would be a car crash, right? So you would want to watch it due to the car crash. The the Sixers seem like probably the best fit with Embiid and whoever, you know, whoever else they got left after the trade. And Doc is there. And um, his old, um, uh, I think Maury, Daryl Maury might be there. So to see how all of those pieces fit, but it wouldn't seem like it's combustible. I would just like to see him, Giannis get that other superstar traded to the team, you know, with him. I would just, because as good as Milwaukee is, they're not better than the, uh, some of the other teams in the East. It would just, that would, to me, would just be, that would be fun. Like, I would, him on a, on a small market team, I mean, you know, he would come from You said but, the Bucks aren't better than... Some of the other teams in the East. What other teams in the They're East? Not better than Brooklyn. Says who? Did you not see what happened to Milwaukee last season? See, you have too much faith in Kyrie, man. And it's not even KD's there. The Nets made the playoffs without them. They have a good team. I don't have. You know, I don't have faith in Kyrie. Come on now, I don't have faith in Kyrie. But the Bucks need a little bit more. That's all. And it would just be fun. To me, it would be a fun team to watch. I mean, I'm not a Philadelphia guy. 
obviously it's established. But him in Milwaukee would to me would just be that would just be total fun. That would just be total fun. Now, that would be the most fun team to me in the East to watch. If and not for the train wreck reasons, but for just see how how in Giannis, you know, the superstar. How how that works out. Okay. Well we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. I'm really curious to see where he winds up winds up going, but I think it's gonna be a good NBA season. Uh we'll, yeah, start in two days. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll have our predictions for the NBA season next week. Um, we need a, you know, Christmas is when it starts <laughs> for me. Yeah. Which it started three days before Christmas this year, so see yeah, how it works out. But yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, you know, but next week I have my predictions on the Wizards, and uh, we'll have our predictions of who we're going to um, see actually end up uh, going to the championship. Who's going to take it? Yeah. You know? Even though everybody knows who I'm going to pick, so that's what's up. So Gianna signed his super max. Five billion dollar deal to stay in Milwaukee. What are your feelings? No, yeah, I mean, like we said, I think it's, I think it's a good thing, man. You know, I think it's a good thing for the league. Uh, you know, I'm sick and tired of seeing these players leaving their smaller markets and going going to you know bigger markets. So we'll see what he can do in Milwaukee, man. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. It's just what are you trying to build around? Him? So I guess he feels. Like they're trying to build around him because that's what you need to do. And in some places, when people have left, those teams haven't built around other people. They just, hey, you just go ahead and do. It. You know, KD leaving Oklahoma City. Uh, he, even though he was there with Westbrook, I think it was just a him and Westbrook thing. That's <laughs> why he left. Yeah, I mean, him and KD was a perfect match for Oklahoma City. Like that, that, that place. But I, it just probably was Westbrook. And now they're in the same conference again. Playing on different teams, so it's going to be fun. But Gianna staying in Milwaukee, I love it. Good for him. He, he's, he's like one of those dudes that's like, hey, you know what? You, I grew up here, and this is this is what I place I call home, and and that's and that's good to see. So congrats on him. I, you know, like I said, I hope they I hope they do well this year. I know they're going to do well, but I hope they go further than expected. I hope they actually end up in the NBA um, finals this year. Okay. All right. So we got everything done. Except for our surprise segment. All the sports are done. We have no baseball news currently. The Mets haven't signed anybody to a billion dollars. Um, no one's heard from Mike Trout again. Um, so let's <laughs> let's start off with what we came here for, B. You want to talk about Christmas coming early. My favorite network, and soon to be yours, even if they drop stuff every week and not all at the same time. Disney Plus had a major announcement this week about everything that's coming out for the next 900 years. <laughs> <laughs> We're focusing on Marvel and Star Wars. Where do you want to start, my man? I'm just, I'm just, I, you know, I'm a, I, if there's anything I am, I'm a Marvel Star Wars guy. I like DC. DC's has some news too. So Wonder Woman comes out on Friday. Yeah. Thanks. I, I mean, where do you want to start, man? Marvel, Star Wars, go. Yeah, man. So Disney Plus, man, they all right. So you know me, I've been a huge critic of Disney Plus. Um my criticism criticism of them is that they have barely any 
original content? Well, other other than the Mandalorian. After a year of being there, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's about to change because Disney Plus is pretty much bringing us like ten Star Wars series, ten Marvel <laughs> series, you series. Yeah. Within the next two years, two three years, it's 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 insane. I mean, it's insane. They are come. They are trying to come out. Uh, I forgot what he said. Like almost a hundred new original programming out. I think in this year, um, this upcoming year, it's going to be crazy. But what we're most excited for, um, uh, like like her said, is the Marvel and Star Wars things that are coming to Disney Plus. But before we even get there, though, let's just talk about some of the um, some of the things that are coming. Up, some of the projects they're coming out with, which really sound good. Um, they. The animation, they're coming out with a with a Baymax series, a Zootopia series, a Tiana series, Moana, um, Irajuwu, which is a Nigerian sci-fi uh, series they're coming out, um, Lightyear, which is like a, 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 a an extension of the Toy Story universe uh, with the origins of Buzz Lightyear. Chris yeah. Evans being Buzz Lightyear as well. Yeah, man. I mean, we're getting. I mean, we're getting so much stuff, man. Uh, there's a car series coming out. There's a live action Pinocchio, live action Peter Pan and uh, Wendy. We Tom Hanks Geppetto. Done. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, and that's, it doesn't seem like the perfect role for him right now. Like just, I see it. Like I see it. But when, when Tom Hanks does a movie, do you not see him as whatever it is? Exactly, that he's exactly. But this, but when they no. said Tom Hanks was playing Geppetto, I was like, it's perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh, well, you have a dead flapping fish in there. Who's like Tom Hanks? Oh, that's a good role. That's a good role. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks. It's yeah. Tom Hanks. It's oh my god. Only only place I want Tom Hanks to be somehow. I would love for him to be in a Star Wars or Marvel. Just mm. just so I could just be. I don't care what he does. He could just be in the background, like walking through in the library somewhere, just looking at stuff. Or he could be in the Jedi Temple, just doing research. And he just sits there. And says, Tom Hanks is a Jedi. I knew it. I don't. Know. I don't care. It's Tom Hanks. Uh, I don't think he has a role like a huge role. It's just one of those n- not a Mace Windu, but just in the background, just wearing a robe. Doing, like that dude's just so cool. Like I would just like to see him just. Pop up somewhere and just roll out. Uh, just a cameo, not even a speaking part. Because he's Tom Hanks. Yeah. I don't see that. Anyway. I don't think he's going to do it. I say I would love for that. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. good. I love Tom Hanks, but no, I don't want to see him in, in Star Wars. Um, all right. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's, speaking of Star Wars, let's talk about the projects they're coming out with, man. I, I can't with you. I can't. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, dude. I don't see Forrest Gump in the in the Star Wars universe. I'm no, sorry. Not even one character. I, I'm sorry. So characters. Now he's Geppetto. Suddenly now he's back to Forrest. What is he a Jedi Master? Like what? What, what do you see Tom Hanks doing? He's in the background. I don't care. He could be the librarian at the Jedi Temple. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't see it, dude. He could be. He could just sit there and be on Mustafar. I, I don't care. It could be a sand person, Tatooine, whatever. Mm. It could be on Alderaan before it blew up. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, before you ruin this whole thing, let's let's start off with. Right, so they come up with two thousand forty-seven projects <laughs> uh, between Rangers uh, of the New Republic. We have uh, a Ahsoka series, Lando. 
which could be maybe Donald Glover. It's got hopefully it's Donald Glover, man. Uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi, which is a special event. It's, it's um, probably like a one time series. They said. Yeah. Or uh, focus on Cassie and Andor from uh, the Rogue Rogue One. Okay. Um, the Acolyte. Uh, something else called Visions, which will be a cartoon. Should we good? The Bad Batch, which I'm looking forward to. If you watch the Disney, the Disney, if you watch the um, Clone Wars cartoons, you know who the Bad Batch are. I know who they are. I can't wait for that. Who are they? Huh? Who are they? Um, they're 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 a bunch of clones, but like special, special kind of off the rocker clones. They're special unit. Okay. And yeah, so yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Now, you didn't watch any of the cartoons, did you? No. Yeah, so yeah, you would have to watch all the cartoons with that. Um, droids, which of course you know who that focuses on. A droid story. Yeah, a droid story. And a new action movie, which will be coming out, what, 2022, something like that? I can't remember the yeah. years. It's called Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that sounds good. By, um, the lady who did, who's done Wonder Woman. And the, and the Not Name Project, which will be coming out in the future. For Star Wars, but it's again, it hasn't been named yet. But it, but it's going to be directed by the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. So, man, oh man. So, so let me, let me, let me, let me be honest with you. I kind of lost my faith in Star Wars with uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I thought that movie was awful. I thought, um, I thought it was total garbage. Um, I, I feel like. The last three stuff. I mean, look, Rise of Skywalker was garbage. I mean, we that's let's be honest. I mean, that's that's truly that's that's called that movie what it was. I mean, it was it was trash. It really right. was. Yeah, it, it really it was not a good movie. Um, I was really optimistic. Um, um, when these last three movies come out, but they just they, you know, I, I felt like these movies are th- three different visions. Not no co- cohesiveness in the story from the last movie just I just didn't f- sit well with me at all. So I've kind of lost my faith. However, I did um, watch start watching The Mandalorian, um, and it kind of restored my faith in what Disney can do with Star Wars because The Mandalorian is great. I mean, it's very well done. Um, it 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 it's just really well done, man. Um, and they're coming up with these stories, man, really sound interesting, and I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Maybe we just don't need Star Wars movies. Maybe we just need these Star Wars series. You know what I mean? No, we, I, I'm fine. If they do Star Wars movies like they did Rogue One. Yes. Yes. You know, which they did do, which uh, which is Disney did come out with that as well. Yeah, Disney did that. Yes. Yeah. So, they can make good Star Wars movies. The problem with the other three which I which I didn't mind. I, I I was fine with those because I didn't have any expectations. I just wanted to see what would happen. It's three different directors. You can't have a trilogy and have three different directors. No. It's like doing a show. It's like doing this show, the NYME podcast, and having guest hosts every week. Yeah. Can't. It make sense. It's going to be different visions. It's going to be driven a different way. It's going to be totally something on two opposite ends of everything. And that's exactly how it was. So that that that's that's on them to have three different people trying to do a trilogy. That's just yeah. that was dumb. But so the, when they do Rogue Squadron, I know that's going to be good. And plus, you know, and who the director is, I, I have faith in those. I don't think we need a series of movies anymore. 
I don't mind the occasional boom, let's drop in on this era of Star Wars. Or boom, let's drop in on this era without having to let's fall in love with three characters. You know what I'm saying? Of all these characters for we have to do three. I don't, I'm fine without doing three. I'm good with the I'm just good with the single movies. Like I said, Rogue One, every time that comes on, I have to drop what I'm doing. I'll turn to it and I have to watch it. So good, man. Especially at the end. Just every yes. time Darth Vader goes off. Yeah. Man, hurry! I mean, just so good, so man. good. So, this is everything's dark. The lightsaber lights up, and but now the and why, that, that, why, so why can Rogue One have been, you know, Episode Three? Man. It's a singular thing, oh, and man. that was an issue. Like I, everybody knows, I wasn't a fan of the first three. Just the Jar Jar's and the. Extra stupid stuff that I couldn't stand. Gungans. Attack of the Clones is still the worst. Attack of the Clones is I-, I thought was the worst Star Wars movie, but Rise of Skywalker may no. Nah, Attack of the Clones is still worse than Rise it's of Skywalker. Just, it's just okay. so again the fight scenes, you know, back then were good, but we're not we're not talking about that. We're talking about the future. So out of all these that you may know about, because I know you're not as, as Star Warsy as I am, but which one do you think? Are you looking the, the most for it? There's, there's no, there's no one I'm looking for. I just want to see good Star Wars. I, I don't care. I don't care. There's not one of these. Yeah, there's not one of these. I'm like, ooh, I got to see. I just want to see good Star Wars stories. I, I, not Obi-Wan? I thought it'd be Obi-Wan. I, I was going to say, it's funny. I was going to say, if I were to pick one, I would say that one. But honestly, I'm not like looking forward to it. I just want to see good Star Wars stories. That's it. Like I said, with The Mandalorian, it's a good story. It's well done. It's not, I, I don't feel like they, you know, they're just throwing, uh, you know, uh, More. battle scenes and, and sky scenes just to throw these great epic. No, it's just telling a good story. And that's, you know what I mean? That's all. You gotta have a good story. You have yeah. to have a good. You have to have a good story supported by good and great characters, and that's what the Mandalorian, from what I've seen so far, does. And that's all we want to see with Star Wars. We don't want to see bad, bad plots with overhyped uh, CGI. No, man, just bring it back to basics. Just tell a good story with just enough CGI with compelling characters. That's it. It's gotta be a soaker. Say what? So, uh, for me, it's Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ahsoka's my favorite Jedi. Um, I, she, um, I'm going to say she came into my life <laughs> um, during the cartoons. It was, the cartoons, to me, helped me, just individually. I can't speak to anybody else. It helped me bridge that gap. For Anakin and how he turned, they did a better job of that to me than the movies did. Because you know, I was just sitting here like, oh, oh suddenly I'm angry. Let me chop your arm off and I'm kill, going around killing kids. Like I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it. But when they did the cartoon and it took a, you know, seven seasons of the cartoon or whatever, and it just showed you see little by little, little by little, little by little. And I was like, man, and part of that was he had a Padawan named Ahsoka. And it was just so freaking good. It was just so good. And I, I was like, fell in love with Ahsoka. What happened to her? She was in another series after that, uh, cartoon series. I read her 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 book, the Star Wars book. I have her audio book. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. 
I, you know, I know who's playing her. I, I can't wait for that. It's going to be great. So I'm, I'm looking for Ahsoka. But like, like you said, I'm going to watch all of these, yeah. especially the cartoons. The Bad Batch, I'm going to watch. I'm not sure what the Acolyte is about exactly, but I'm going to watch it. Why not? Um, Lando, I'm going to watch it. Knights of the New Republic, that's going to be awesome. That's a, that's a different era of the Jedi that we don't know about. And I, I, every single piece of it, is, I'm looking forward to well, but, uh, Super uh, Super J uh, uh, believe, uh, agrees with you with Ahsoka. Oh yeah, it's, Ahsoka's great. Like she's just uh, just got her where is she? She's she's right over there. She's one of my characters over there. No, okay. So, yeah, she's there's not too many double bladed Jedi, and she's one. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I love I love my uh, Ahsoka. So they, right. they, they so, do yeah. a great job in the Clone Wars. Is that the cartoon? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, like I'm on this fan page for Star Wars, and people just start watching. They're like, is it good? Should we spend time? If you, like for me, if you didn't really get, not get, if you if the um, the turn of Anakin in the movies wasn't good enough, watch this. This will help you out. And it helped me out tremendously. So I introduced new characters, people I didn't know about. And said, then the, the, the series after the Clone Wars was good. Um, they introduced new characters there. Ahsoka was in that one, and new villains. It was really, really good. Okay. So it got me interested back in Star Wars again. I really did. Okay. So, and, I'm, and as you can tell, I'm still excited. I'm continuing because the Mandalorian helped too. The Mandalorian, like you said, was great. You uh, still haven't finished season one. Season two just finished uh, this past Friday. Which means I can never watch it. Yes, which means you can binge it since you can't ever watch anything week to week except for everything else you ever did in your life. No. But, you know, that's beside the point. If a show is on a streaming service, they need to drop all the episodes, bottom line. They don't. Because it is a service. You can stream them whenever you want. Every other other streaming service does it. Hulu, Amazon, uh, Netflix. um, Well, I I also have CBS streaming service. They don't do it that way. CBS, that's that's like network. That's an extension of CBS, so that's different. Yeah, it was on final. And Disney's extension of Disney Channel. No, it's not. Anyway, we got to move yeah. on, man. We got to talk about Marvel, which is what I'm more excited about. Because I'm, Are you more Marvel than um, Star Wars? Yes, dude, I'm in. I'm in. I, look, when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, they got me. They, they got me. I, and I think what really did it for me was Spider-Man Far From Home. Like, they just, they, it's, it was done. After that, I was like, it's done. I don't think there's, I don't know what they could do to... Just be like, you know, to to disappoint me, man. Th- that being said, we had some serious. Don't say that. Huh? <laughs> so don't say that. <laughs> I know, but I, yo, I just this Marvel no. Cinematic Universe, man, is awesome. Oh um, yeah, cool. But uh, they have some shows coming out: WandaVision, Loki, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, the What If series, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse. And uh, we even getting a Gardens of Ga- Galaxy uh, holiday special. Uh, hurt two years, yep. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's just that's just some of the stuff. That's just the TV stuff. We haven't even talked about like the movies they're coming out with. Um, the Eternals coming out later this year. Uh, we mm-hmm. we'll get we're gonna get Guardians three in twenty twenty two. What is what? What's the uh, what's the other movie uh, with um, Jared Leto? Um, uh, the Vampire. Uh, Morbius? Morbius, Morbius, yes. 
Morbius is coming out later this year. I mean, in 2021. Um, um, it's just so much stuff with Marvel coming out, man. They're doing Blade again, too. Over your Blade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Masha Hero Ali. Yep. So, I'm with you there. I'm with you there, Jay. Yeah, man. We uh, I'm here for it, man. So, but I think out of all these series, I'm looking forward to the most. There's two. is WandaVision and Doctor Strange in the Mysterious well, Multiverse or whatever. Let me ask you this, though. Say what? Just let me ask you this. Yeah. Since all these, are you going to watch them? Or are you going to wait till the end of the season to watch every one of these? No, I... I, I I'm not watching, dude. I don't watch. No, when all of the things are, when all of them are available, I will watch them. I'm not watching week to week. I don't do that on streaming services. Every available episode is available. Yes, I, I like to. Yo, know, my preferred method of watching uh, episodic TV is to binge it. I don't like waiting week. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't. The, no, this isn't like Lost, where you know. Um, see, it's, it's different. Lost came on every week, but you also had, um, like, podcasts and stuff. You had people theorizing over the internet. No, I missed all that part. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, See, the thing with Lost was great. The show was great, but that was only one hour a week. I was so obsessed with that show. I listened to, like, numerous podcasts about, like, that was a part of the experience of Lost. TV's not the same for me like that anymore. I need to... I need, I need, I need my content. I want to be because these shows are so good. You just want to be able to go from one show to the next, and, you know, like a movie, man. So that's why I kind of wait to binge things. So, so, so we gotta discuss all these at the end of every season. Yeah. Well, no. If no, if we were podcasting, no, we were podcasting about it. We would, I would watch it week, week to week by week. Uh, all right, cool. that's cool. I'm like, great. So when one division starts in January, we gotta wait till. You watch it in April. <laughs> oh, I'm like, dude, like, I'm holding all this, like, all this Mandalorian information I'm holding in, waiting for you to watch the freaking show. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So which one are you, oh, in the What If series, I'm really looking forward to that, too. That's a cartoon. Yeah. That's going to be a cartoon, it's animated, and um, also, did they, what was it, that one, or was it the Japanese, which one had a, um, a Japanese version? Was it Star Wars? That was Star Wars. Yeah, that's gonna be off the chain. That looked yeah. great. It's a it's a uh, anim- Star Wars anime. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that was the Visions. No, was no, that wasn't no, Visions. That was something. It was something else. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, which one of the Marvel ones I'm looking for? Yeah. I mean, what if? I mean, I'm an animated guy. I still watch cartoons. I'm a cartoon dude. Uh, what if? Probably number one on my list. One of Vision is gonna be freaking awesome. It looks so good, man. Growing up in them as Avengers, I wasn't really into Wanda until I found out her lineage, honestly. When I found out her lineage, because they really don't get into that at all. So hopefully they will, so I'm not going to just blow it up for everybody. But when they get into her lineage, then that's when I caught on to her. And that's when I was like, okay, we're good. You know what I mean? But as Avengers, Vision and Wanda never did anything for me. Okay. I, because I wasn't an Avengers guy. I was an X-Men guy. So, but Avengers, you know, Cap, you know all the Avengers people. But this series made the Avengers so much better. They cast it correctly, had all the right movies. Everything was great. Then they threw everybody basically in the same movie. All the future Avengers 
were there, from people who eventually became Avengers, from Spider-Mans to Captain Marvels to Black Panthers to, you know, people who are original Avengers. So, um, Vision is going to be good. Falcon's always going to be good. I'm, but anything with Loki in it, because as far especially with the humor, I'm going to love it. No, that, it's funny, because that's probably the least... I don't even know if I'm going to watch Loki. I'm not a big Loki guy at all, man. I'm, you know, I'm a bad guy guy. And even though Loki did try to redeem himself, uh, you know, I, I'm all about Loki. All about Loki. I mean, he's the, you know, the, the god of tricksters. Got, got, got a room for Loki on that. So, and Ironheart. I like Ironheart because, um, I'm, again, not another story I'm going to ruin. It's about someone inheriting the Iron Man armor. So that'll be something cool for people to, to check out. Okay. But yeah, man, I, I can't wait. They, I mean, they just threw all this out of one day. I didn't know they even had an investor day. I didn't know they, I mean, it was just so much content that I can't wait to see week the week to week. I, I can't, I can't wait. That's going to be so yeah. beautiful. And now in HBO Max, I think now it's going to be on Roku. Yeah, it is on Roku now. HBO Max is on Roku. Thank goodness for thank. I mean, it was fine on my tablet, <laughs> but now I can actually watch it on television. Yep. I'm good because then I can watch Wonder Woman 1984 coming out this uh, this Wednesday. Yep. So, Hertz, Jimmy has a question for you. Does this mean Loki is not dead? I mean, he's a, he's a god. That's all I gotta say. He's a god. We'll find out. When the series starts, but yeah, we don't but know this is this series. is the Loki. This is the Loki that got away in Avengers Endgame, right? Uh, he didn't know. He started off Avengers Endgame with um, with saying I was choking the, the life out and breaking his neck. But then they, when they went back, though, when they went back in time, there was a Loki that got away from the first. Remember? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not, but like, like, like. Like she was saying, she remembers that part. So let's not give everything. All right, all right. We'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, we're finished on this uh, for a holiday. Again, Christmas is Friday, so everybody should have at least a three day weekend, which is awesome. And we may even have some flurries. It may be a white Christmas. Yeah, it we'll might see. be a white Christmas, man. Because um, all the snow that we just had doesn't seem to be going anywhere because it's ice now. I know, man. Gosh. <laughs> It's ridiculous, dude. Uh, it's like a foot of ice. Yeah, just it's not cool, I'm man. Roads are clear, but yeah. that side my sidewalk took forever. Yeah, man. And I don't like putting salt on my sidewalk too, because it rips it up. But I got to. Bro, I get the environmentally friendly and dog friendly um, uh, salt. So, because that was a big thing, you know, in the big dog area, I didn't want dogs having salt in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is environmentally a dog-friendly salt, so. No. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So I, I, I never buy the the harsh, crazy stuff. But yeah. um, either way, yeah, it's still ice outside. Yeah. But going back to your childhood, what was the, or your favorite Christmas toy that you asked for, maybe that you think you're going to get, that you got, not video game, I mean actual play toy. That you got, you like, this is it. This is the best Christmas ever. Okay, no problem. I have two of them. And I might All have right. told you this before, but the one thing I wanted uh, was the... I, I told you, my favorite toy growing up was the animator. Um, it was it was like... It was, a Etch -a, it was designed by Etch-A-Sketch. It's like an electronic Etch-A-Sketch. And basically, um, you draw 
you, I think it only had up to 12 frames, but you would draw each section of the animation and then it would animate it for you at the end. So that was great. But then a couple of years later, they came out with the Animator 2000, which was an even souped up version of the Animator. So when I got those toys, it just like blew my mind. I didn't think I was going to get them. But the other gift that I also got that I really, really wanted that I was so happy I got was Casio Keyboard. Um, that kind of recorded your voice and recorded the songs that you were playing and stuff like that. So the Animator 2000 and the Casio the Casio keyboard, they had like the little drum pads on there. You could hit the little drum pads on the keyboard. Oh, man, that was great. Those were the two things that I really, really, really wanted, didn't know if I was going to get, and I got them. Well, mine's totally different because it has nothing to do with anything artsy. Since <laughs> I have no arts, anything in my That's mind. weird. I just realized, I just, I, you, I... I didn't even think about that yet, but both of those are kind of arts. arts yeah, related. I was yeah. like, I was like, you. I remember you telling me about the animator. So I thought well, you were actually going to tell me about toys. You know what I mean? Speaking spell. No, they are toys. They are toys. They were well, toys. I don't. I, no, no, they were toys. No, no, no. They're not a different kind. Those are. They were toys, man. Well, at least the animator was. This keyboard's a little bit different, but the, but the, but the animator was a toy. It was marketed as a toy. It was a toy. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. But like to me, which which again, I, I mean, I get. I'm not disagreeing. With you, but I, I'm action figures. Those are my toys. Yeah. Those are the toys I grew up with. Those are the toys. Like I said, I, I think I had an action sketch because I mean, every kid. Everybody had an action sketch. So had asked the sketch, I mean, you know, which was good. And it was fun. I loved it. A little, a little, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the hard. You had to be specific, but I mean, I, I'm not even going to go there because I understand how you grew up. But <laughs> so <laughs> I had to be specific. But I think one of the first Christmases, I think I was in Virginia at the time, is when I got. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe. That was just so... Oh, you didn't have an essence. What? Um, what? Oh, Doc, I was, you know... Well, most kids, probably 99% of us. <laughs> I just get just... Like, yeah, getting... getting um, Because, and I was so mad. Like, Snake Eyes is probably the most valuable G.I. Joe you could have. Mm. So, getting him at that age, wishing I kept him... um. From, from that point on, it was awesome. And then getting the big Autobot bases. I'm talking about the big ones, mm. Metroplex and Triptychon. So one was, then they both turned into bases. Um, Triptychon was a big Tyrannosaurus. I'm the, I love dinosaurs, so he turned into Tyrannosaurus and then turned into a Decepticon base, and Metroplex turned into Autobot City. And, the, and they, were, they were huge. They were just, they were like up to here. So having something that big to transform... That was in so many little pieces, man. Dude, and my, my parents had a thing where I could wake up, I'd go to bed, and whenever I woke up, I could come down and get the toys. So if it's 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm waking them bad boys up. I'm sitting there, you know, whatever, just go until I pass out on the floor from playing so much. I just, you know, um, and, and I know we try to do that for our kids as our kids are getting older. Um it's. I think we, we we try to relive everything through them through their expressions, and it's and it's awesome. But yeah, just to, those toys are great. And Christmas is, you know, I know we're talking about stuff that we we got, but giving I think for us now is the best. Thing. Absolutely, absolutely. 
But yeah. thank you, everybody, for tuning in to NYMD Podcast. Um, but I don't know, Doc, if you're still on there, what was your favorite doll that you didn't ask for that you got? If you still have time before I close out the show, maybe you could put that on there. Was it like the wrong Cabbage Patch doll or something? Now, everybody had a Cabbage Patch, right, Doc? You know, or, or or maybe it was like she wanted um, a Care Bear and it was the wrong Care Bear. I loved Care Bears, man. Yeah. I did, well, that was a good cartoon. Yeah, I loved it. The Care Bear yeah. Countdown? Come on, man. Yeah, that was definitely a good cartoon. Um, and then, you know, of course, everything that then came out now, I saw a whole group of Care Bears now. I was like, where are those Care Bears? Next, next thing you know, we're going to have Teddy Ruxpin come back out. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, I don't really, what, what kind of answer is that? Yes, but I didn't want the cabbage patch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord, anyway, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're here, of course, on StreamYard live on YouTube. You can like us, NYMD Podcast. Uh, of course, you can download us and listen to us on audio only. Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the NY the MD podcast. And of course, on our social media, our IG, Facebook, and Twitter pages at NY the MD podcast. And iRadio was my fave. iRadio. What's iRadio? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Is that even a toy? Did that exist? Maybe they only had that in the Bronx. iRadio. Uh-huh. So, of course, you come up with something that no one ever heard of before. We got to Google this. Listen, you got like 10 seconds to, to come out because I got to close the show out. So come on, homie. What you got? I'm, I'm trying to see what our radio yeah, is. Uh, what our radio is. Because I have no idea. Uh, um, part of the show. Did you, see, did you find anything with our radio? I'm looking now. Probably can't. Probably something we got at Caldors. Only thing that's coming up is iHeartRadio. I, I don't know what that radio is. Well, you know what? You can download us at iHeartRadio, so, <laughs> which is perfectly fine. I don't, you know, if that's what that is, and that works for me, too. But everybody have a safe Christmas. Please wear your masks. Uh, enjoy. You know, again, always give, give what you can. St- stay home. Try not to see people. This is a different type of year. Um, it was a radio with a CD and cassette player. Oh, you come out with CDs like that was. Wait, were you like grown at that point? Yeah, what? And we'll see. We shouldn't even. We should. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> everybody, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. And for our New Year edition. <laughs> so Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, y'all. And a Happy New Year. Oh, we'll see you before. Holla. it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.